Thank you for listening to this episode of the 365 Message Center Show. Check out our website at 365mcs.com for all the details about our show. And we're on all the socials at 365mcs. What? No no filter, Daniel? No filter? Nope. A bit like uh, how you talk sometimes. Whoa. Hello, everyone, and welcome to what could be the last episode of 365 Message Center Show, because I may slap Daryl. Uh, thank you for joining us for episode 280. We're just having a little fun, because in the green room, we were just talking about the snap lenses snapchat lenses that are coming to microsoft teams so we're just having a little fun with that so hello everyone we uh, this is another episode we talked about this before that was uh, not a filter. every Sorry. once in a while episodes are sponsored by microsoft teams because you know we get lots of updates but um we've got some really exciting teams updates uh, to talk <laughs> about today uh along with some other ones so don't 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 freak out. It's not just Teams today, but um, one of the most, uh, I guess the biggest pain points I have with meetings, not Teams meetings, but meetings in general, I think Teams is uh, really hitting it hard trying to solve that problem. And I feel like it's just for me. So I appreciate it. So we're going to talk about it today. So uh, fairly exciting. Daryl, how are you, sir? Yeah. You're in a playful yeah. mood, it seems. Um, I've just, just finished the coffee. Um, mm. I've had a, a good long weekend here in New Zealand or the Southern Hemisphere. We have Good Friday and Easter Monday. So, yeah, I felt like I've had four days of holiday, a bit of paddle boarding, um, some rubbish weather, some good weather, some tornadoes. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, really. Uh, sometimes these things just, they pop out of the sky and wreak havoc, even in Auckland. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Um, so in Auckland, is that is it more like a, uh, we'll get it. I, I don't think we have time to jump into uh, uh, weather and uh, me being meteorologists here, but um, as an island, it seems hmm. kind of interesting to have tornadoes for me, but. Um, yeah, no, it, it's it, generally it's water spouts and yeah, it's, it's uh, thunderstorm related and updrafts, sure. of course, sure. but yeah. Um, there's a song written about us by uh, a group called Crowded House called Four Seasons in One Day. Um, okay. That's us. So are you going to hum a few bars for us? Or? Uh, no, please. Maybe don't. later. Okay. Maybe gotcha. as, we, as we ease out at the end of the show. Right. <clears throat> so how about we start off the episode uh, with speaking about the aforementioned Microsoft Teams, but maybe talking mobile a little bit. Yeah, let's do that. Um, once I find it, there it is. Very good. Um, there are some changes coming to Teams Mobile, and mm -hmm. uh, it is, uh, I would say, a significant graphical UI change, but, but functionally, it's okay. It's okay. Calm down. We're good. It's about uh, chat details and being able to um, uh, find some of the different things we might see on chat. So this is yeah Teams Mobile Chat Details Update MC five three seven nine five two. It is a change in the UI. Let's have a quick look at it. Uh, the before and after. Uh, we have first of all. Oh, look, I think we should we should do this full screen, Daniel, just to do it justice. Um, the before and after. If you were to chat with yourself, because sometimes we do. 
you know, message to self. I need to, I need to do that. Um, we, we have the current experience where we can pin a chat to ourselves and we can find stuff in chat. Um, but this uh, change uh, is going to present uh, apps and files differently and bringing it all together on one page and starting to move those uh, buttons and switches and things uh, just below your profile photo. So we'll see a pattern here as we go down to a another another uh, view of this. This one is a group chat. Uh, today, group chats, uh, we have a name, we can mute the chat, which sometimes we really have to. <laughs> um, the members of the chat and um, the Files would appear in a files tab in the apps in an app tab, but now it's being again all brought together uh, with the, the team. You can find mute and pin just below. You've got your roster of people that are part of the group chat and then your files and apps below that with a see all button. It looks like it's only going to display two and if you want to see more uh, files that might have been shared in the chat as attachments, then you'll hit see all and go and have a look at that. Um, final view of that. I don't think there's too much more variety here. What was this one? This is just the one-on-one -on -one chat. Yeah. So one-on-one -on -one chat with one person, same kind of pat. You get the deal. Um, Daniel, I, I like this new layout because it does simplify how we engage with it. Um, but yeah, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with you. I the I like the new look of it and and everything together. I don't I don't know that I'm going to like removing those files and apps tabs. More uh, importantly, the files tab to then bring it to this experience and then have to click you know hit the more or see all to see because it now we're only seeing mockups here, but mm. we're only what we're seeing here is just two files well I, what if we share four now i've got to hit the a yet another link to show that fourth file um in that group chat so i'm we'll see how it is and and i'm sure they'll you know if it's a problem or if there's some rub we'll we'll see some improvement there but i do like to see being able to see who's in it in the chat be able to get to the profile card very easily there um i i really do like that uh, improvement for sure mm. Mm. I think it, it, it actually looks a bit like how they've uh, switched things around on the search button mm -hmm. and Outlook. And so it's it's got more of a, a feed feel to it. Mm. No, not really. No, not feed. I would say just sort of categorized. Right. Uh, and trying to get away from having to scroll stuff. So that first experience is, here's top level. If you want to see more, click into mm -hmm. the next era where you might scroll. Uh, yeah. But um, that I think we, we wanted to raise your attention to that, uh, especially people on service desks and the like, if you get calls to say, hey, where did my files go? Or, hey, how do I mute this chat? <laughs> yeah. that's, there it is. It's a change. Indeed. Yeah. So that's going to happen um, rolling out mid-May for targeted release, uh, mid-April rather, uh, standard release mid-April mid-April to mid-May and GCC, GCCI, DOD, late May. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Now, w the next three that we're going to cover yes. are really the headline of the show. We had mm. to put them together, didn't we, Daniel? We did because there's kind of a flow through it. But before we start adding more value, 
make sure that you go ahead and subscribe to our podcast. Hit the like, the thumbs up button, or give us a five star rating in the podcast. Help us out. Share it on socials. We are at 365MCS everywhere. Um, so just tag us at 365MCS. And we'd love to help promote you as well. So go ahead and share this episode out right now. Go ahead. It's fun. We'll wait around. Or maybe you could hit pause. I don't know. Um, so everyone else can uh, get some value out of this and, and jump in as well. So, yes, the, the next three um, kind of flow together. And so we wanted to talk to them together. So the first mm-hmm. one up is the collaborative meeting notes. This is MC538385. Now, at the top of the show, I talked about we're going to Microsoft seems to be addressing one of my biggest pain points, which is in any meeting, whether it's a Teams meeting or in-person meeting, it does not matter is notes. What was talked about and what was decided and what are the tasks that are coming from uh, that meeting? And so that because tomorrow or even an hour later, it can be difficult to remember exactly what was said and what was done. And um, it's also perspectives. I can hear one thing, but someone else could hear a different thing. So if I write it, I'm the one that's taking notes. I have the power to dictate the tone of the way the meeting happened. Well, what this is doing is bringing the um, meeting notes taking together into a collaborative experience uh, in Teams. So when you're in a meeting, there's going to be a notes button um, that you'll be able to click. And there will be a space and you can have things like agenda, although I'm not thinking that's going to be I won't be using that very often because I do agenda in the meeting invite. But um, you can have that there. Uh, you can take all your meeting notes and have your tasks and assign those tasks. Um, but it's all going to be right there while you're meeting. So you can see what people are saying was said, right? Meaning um, we've decided to go in this direction. And as long as, you know, I look at that and go, wait a minute, we didn't decide that. <laughs> um, then, you know, that's the time where I can bring that up and say, hey, you know, uh, this is what we're talking about and make sure we're all on the same page. Um, so Daryl, what do you think about this? Is this for you? Like it is for me, something that is really hitting a major pain point for meetings in general for you? Yeah. Yeah. And it's been a while coming. We've seen it in various different flavors. Um, but, uh, I know that it's one powered by loop. Um, it is going to be something that you can add before a meeting. But what I like to see here is that it's also something that you can add during a meeting. So if you, didn't think of taking notes together, uh, there is that notes button which you can just add and trigger it off. The, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you in terms of the agenda, like I would still put it in a meeting because I want to let people know why and what they should bring value for. Um, but I think uh, I'd get into the habit of adding the meeting notes to the uh, meeting invite beforehand. Um, so we don't see that in, in this message or screenshot, but um, I expect that there will be something we can trigger off and add it to the meeting ahead of time. Yeah, maybe um, so. And, and I feel like there's, you've just added yet another task for me uh, before a meeting even starts is that I have to now set up the meeting notes and get some structure. However, I think if it works for your team, that might be 
you might that might pay it forward you know uh, way more right it might be you might get a lot of improvement and production gain by just doing that simple task of setting it up before than doing it during the meeting um so hmm. I, I for one um am going to use this again i think the meeting notes functionality is uh, making sure everyone's on the same page and doing it right there so we can all see what's going on. I think it was going to be so crucial and it has been crucial, you know, and, and we spend so much time doing recaps at end of the meetings. Okay, everyone, here's what we talked about and what was decided mm. instead of taking that time. It's everyone look at the meeting notes and task and I'll get to that in a second and make sure, you know, it's right, you know, done. Like, yeah, that's what, so don't spend that time at the very end. You can just spend that time saying, Hey, make sure you do this because this is the notes, the official notes and the task, Daryl, how, how do you, since this is a loop component, how's that going to work really for, so I create a task here for, you know, three or four people or two, what it doesn't matter, but we create tasks here. Mm -hmm. Can we assign it? And how does, how do you think that's going to work? Yeah, that's, that's absolutely the goal for tasks. Uh, if you have played a bit with Loop already, maybe used it in this very scenario when you add a task list, you get three basic columns. What's the task? Who is it assigned to? What's the due date? And uh, something kind of magical has happened since the release of the Loop app, which, which not many people realize because it's not clear um, within the, the experience. But even here, when you add follow-up tasks and you assign them to people, there's going to be a plan created in the background. It's a special kind of plan. It's not connected to an Office 365 group. It's just connected to this meeting and this loop document in the background. Um, yeah, mm. assign tasks and you'll actually be able to manage them from Planner and your assigned tasks smart list or assigned to me smart <clears throat> list. Yeah. So the other screenshot that's shown here, um, and we'll move on to the second update that kind of plays into this but or grows this um meeting experience but um shows when you go to the details you're going to see that loop component uh afterwards right so you can go to the details mm. and see what was you know that component if you'll notice at the above this is that agenda <laughs> um and you know what i normally use right you put the meeting information in there and and what it was about mm -hmm. so that's why i was saying this is kind of a little bit funky that i would rather teams be a little bit intelligent and say oh there's you've put a heading of agenda or you have it a bulleted mm -hmm. list in the body of your uh, meeting invite maybe i automatically pull that into a loop agenda um i don't know so sounds like that, a great premium feature, Daniel. That does. It <laughs> certainly does. But um, so you're going to be able to get to this. I, I like this. And what you're talking about with the plan, the tasks yeah. um, is is really, I think, pretty crucial um, for meetings and making them more intelligent. Um, and and yeah. that recap for a meeting, that's that's something that's that, something so. too yeah definitely uh well uh, with this collaborative notes uh when when are we likely to see that yeah it's going to be rolling out late april for mm. preview uh release and then standard release it's late may expected to be completed by late june yeah oh one last thing i say about this too because loop is uh just within your organization, this feature is only going to be available within your org. So if you've mm -hmm. got guests, you're not going to be able to add 
meeting notes like this, I believe. Um, mm -hmm. Doesn't actually talk about it here, does it? Uh, uh, uh. No. It says it will remain no. accessible no. for all participants in the team's calendar meeting details page. Um, so they, well, that, that's what it yeah. says. It says yeah, all participants, okay. but is it really? <laughs> Yeah, because you you can't get to that information, right? From no, if not, you're not, not if externally. You're external. So yeah, and that would be if that is the case, then this is uh, secretly quite a big announcement. It would mean that loops are now available from people's OneDrives if you've got your settings set up to support that for your organizational sharing. Interesting, yeah. but it's mm. I don't know. I don't know if that's saying that or not. So uncovering mm. the news. Uh, yeah, well, let's uh, let's move on to the next one in this uh, series, meeting recaps. So you can see why we um, flowed from taking those collaborative notes, maybe even adding it before your meeting invite, or as part of your meeting invite. Now you've got to the end of the meeting, uh, you want to be able to, you know, find all of that stuff easily and and get a recap. And so uh, the enhancements MC five three eight seven two six talk about that. Um, the meeting recap is, uh, um, well, we currently have a recording. We currently have a transcript. Um, the contents, well, that's, that's like the attachments that might have been um, added to the meeting. But I actually believe, Daniel, this is also when someone presents a PowerPoint, uh, like it says here, PowerPoint Live. If you've presented that, then it's it's going to be attached to it. And if anyone adds something as an attachment in the chat, then I believe this is also sent files in, in the meeting chat will, will also be listed there as, as content along with an attendance report. But here it is, your manual meeting notes that we just talked about, manual notes if added, uh, will be part of that recap. So what does this look like? Uh, we have, let's just full screen this so everyone can see it better. Mm-mm. Kinda better. <laughs> mm, much better. So we have our friendly uh, group of people. And um there you go, our recap. Which this is interesting, Daniel. So while we're recapping, mm -hmm. we've got the meeting notes that we've just that we've taken during the meeting and yeah. the agenda has we got off, we crossed off all the items in our yeah. agenda, all two of them. All two of them. It was them. important. We, we got through the background and we, we progressed yeah. the discussion. Well, um, and that, but you're, you're, you're kind of circling. There's people active in the meeting? Yeah. Or in, yeah. in the component right now? Yes, in, in yeah. the meeting recap notes or meeting yeah. notes. So that's cool. That means that... Um, you can see who's actually trying to catch up with the meeting. Maybe they're adding mm -hmm. a few other notes and thoughts to it, um, which Maybe. yeah, that that that's interesting in itself. Um, do you think? Uh, I mean, people do this anyway. Yeah, you know, where you, you've taken notes during a meeting. Maybe you're watching the recording back, and and you're uh, using another one of the features in this, which is the transcript, and being mm -hmm. able to to jump to that position in the um, the recording. Yeah, and you might. You might improve those notes. Absolutely. Um, and I, I agree with you. And one thing I'll say about this is this is the uh, landing page, kind of that recap that I feel like we've been promised for a while for meetings. 
um, you know, there was a lot of talk, it, it seems like, about a, um, a, an experience of, of after the meeting experience that brought everything together. Uh, mm. This is this is it. We've been talking about it for a while, but I kind of feel like, and this is my hypothesis, and it may be totally wrong, okay? But my hypothesis is is that Loop was a very important component to that, and they couldn't do it yet, and so that's yeah. why we're now getting this recap because we have that Loop capability. But it brings, just like you said, the content, the transcript, the video, and the notes that were taught. those collaborative notes that were taken during the meeting all in one place so that you're not Mm. watching the video and going, Oh, I need to go, you know, off to and open up another window to look at the transcript or, or to look at the content or that, you know, it's all in one place and and I'm loving it. And that's that recap tab. Uh, Mm -hmm. So that's going to be quite a rich experience within teams to, to take advantage of. I mean, I do think I'll be using the transcript search a bit more Uh, in this way. Instead of control F. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I know like it does have a, (laughs) yeah, Yeah, exactly. But so I, one question you had Daryl even is how does this all play into reoccurring meetings? What, yeah. You know, what what is that experience like? Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, a a recurring meeting um, today, feels like it's a single instance thing where you create that meeting and you keep coming back to it. I know that chat continues, that's for sure. Um, you know, maybe I, I chose to miss uh, a recurring meeting this week, uh, but I'll certainly go back and see all the chat that might have been added and that yeah. the meeting was still held. Um, but in meeting notes, if we add notes or the recap, does how does the recap, does it sort of stop and then restart again further down or... Um, I forget, well, Daniel, like what, what does meeting recordings look like in a recurring meeting? Yeah. And well, th- here, what I'm thinking, the difference is, is that meeting notes, that collaborative notes is not the chat, right? We still have the chat tab, right? That oh. we can go to. Um, and so, you know, what we were hypothesizing about and what Daryl is highlighting in the video here is a mm. drop down for the instance yeah so that you could see the recap for which instance that you saw or that you missed or you want to look at. So what that tells me is there's a loop component per instance of every um, reoccurring uh, meeting. And that means yeah. too that content which will, makes sense. will I mean, change. Uh, I don't know. We'll be interesting to see what they do with chat, whether it is just the stream of consciousness or whether you're going to get know chunks of the chat highlighted based on the the meeting that you choose but this the recap at least um it wasn't kind of really obvious but that that's a drop down box that's for sure yeah for for sure Mm. now you know what i would like daryl what i would like just a little bit more because you know i talked about earlier about being more intelligent can we bring some ai into this meeting recap experience um and i'm willing to even pay a little bit more for it is what i'm saying okay so um was that a good lead-in or that's a great lead-in that's a great lead-in i'm just waiting for my machine to catch up i'm just making sure you know um Uh, i don't want anybody to get um get mad at me for having a bad uh bad lead-in but this one is the next one we're going to talk about is microsoft teams intelligent meeting recap 
and Daryl's going to bring this up here in a second. This is just building upon this last one we were talking about, really. Um, and it is bringing intelligence, that artificial intelligence, uh, into our recap to give us more. So Microsoft Teams Intelligent Meeting Recap Premium, MC537956. This is... Um, and if you look at the screenshot, it's similar to what we were just talking about, which is this meeting recap experience that has the recording, it has the content that was shared during the meeting, it has those collaborative notes that were taken during the meeting, and it has the transcript. It also has some extra stuff. So one thing that we've seen before and been highlighted is on the bottom left, this speaker's timeline showing when people, different people in the meeting talked and were engaged in the meeting with, with conversation. Um, so that's great. We also have that topics. That's something that we've kind of brought up before and, and discussed, um, I think when we did the um, live reaction to the announcements that was made of, of hey, we can bring topics in um, mm. as part of that. Um, and then when we go over to the right-hand side of the recap, we, the, the first thing is notes, that collaborative notes experience. Great, we, we already talked about it. But then we have AI notes. And these are, uh, this is Microsoft's AI going in and saying, here's some suggested notes from the meeting. Things that maybe you wanna add to the notes, to the meeting notes, as well as suggested tasks. You know, saying if I said, oh, I'll follow up with Daryl on that uh, next week. Well, if no one captured that as a task, AI, you know, if they captures that and says, oh, hey, Daniel said he'd follow up, then that would be a great one, you know, to add as your as part of your tasks. So mm. I'm excited about this. Um, I, I think the uh, one in something that Daryl, you and I discussed previously is with any of this stuff, Copilot, any of the AI stuff going on. I think we're in this this stage, this life of the lifespan that, you know, we're not going to 100% say, oh, those are the meeting notes. Those mm. are the tasks. I'm just going to heavily rely on that. I'm going to double check it. Right, Daryl? I'm, I'm going yeah. to check what's being said and captured by AI. Mm -hmm. uh, I think, um, and this is something I, I hadn't noticed earlier until uh, we zoomed on in, but mm -hmm. over on the timeline as well, you can see little icons Chapters. to say hey, there was someone that was added at that point during the meeting and then there's an app mention. Mm -hmm. And so that's an app mention of you. It has mm -hmm. picked up that you've been mentioned in the meeting and you can use a tab to zoom yes. ahead to that. Now you would expect uh, if you have been mentioned, you probably want to check out and see um, where you were mentioned and what was said or re recall what was said to you and about you. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Like we're going to have to take all those kinds of clues, uh, and not just, not just stop there, but think, okay, is there anything missing in this? Um, go back and check those notes that were manually taken and see if mm -hmm. someone has added something there. Um, and you know, maybe even skip ahead and see certain topics that were talked about and people that, that did talk, um, at that time. Yeah. And it is not a uh, let's let's make sure everyone understands what I'm saying. And I think what Daryl is saying here is this is a great feature. Yes, it's premium. You got to pay extra. OK, people. So let's let's make sure we call that out. 
but it is a premium feature, meaning we are getting some extra really cool stuff here. Mm. It is not, though, something you just say, well, I pay for it, and I'm just going to let it generate all the notes and all the tasks can be done with it. It is something that will help you. And anything that saves me time and helps me address, again, one of the huge pain points of meetings for me, which is notes and tasks and understanding what was said and being able to go back a week later, a month later, six months later and go, what was said? What what did we decide then? And, you know, because this can be, I, I was just in a meeting today, just in a meeting today. Oh, we met with them four months ago and... Mm-hmm. And I can't remember exactly what was said about this or that. Oh, here's the recording. So now we all got to sit down and watch a hour long meeting to try to figure out what was said, what was decided, blah, blah, blah. Wouldn't it be great to have some not only collaborative notes, uh, but also AI notes that that helps us along the way. Mm. Actually, you've um, triggered something else uh, about this experience, which you, we still have to consider. And maybe some orgs have, have taken a step already to, to get around this. But remember, recordings do expire. They auto-expire. And they seem to be quite crucial to this experience in terms of mm-hmm. timeline and who was mentioned where and sure. using the transcript to jump back to it. So um, you'll want to keep an eye out for meetings um, that are important. And if you're a organized organizer of meetings that you might go and uh, change the expiry on this meeting before um, before you have to face that that warning of uh, your meeting is about to expire yeah I should probably add something to this recap here hey like oh I agree expiry date or change expiry date and show you what it is Mm. you know right up the top this this recap or this yep. recording will, will be expired. What, what is going to expire? Is it just the video? Mm. Will the um, AI notes also expire? Mm. Uh, you know, I don't know. I don't think so, but maybe they will because the content's going to be removed. Who knows? Mm. Um, uh, I, I would doubt it. But anyway, so it would be interesting. I think, again, we'll see some enhancements here. Certainly. Certainly. Um, so... Daryl, uh, can we quickly talk a, a little bit about uh, some, a little bit more of a kind of an IT pro thing of Teams app usage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is an interesting one. It's uh, Admin Center um, Teams apps usage tracking will soon be available within usage reports. Um, this is MC538387. Uh, it means that we'll be able to track the usage of apps uh, from a, a team perspective and also an individual perspective. Now, the message um, has a, a brief description of what it is. Monitor any active or blocked apps. Um, it will include usage data for first-party, third-party store apps, third-party tenant apps, etc. Um, it doesn't seem like it's that exciting, but um, flick on through to additional information um, and you'll start to sort of think okay that means that I can um, see how active an app is that I might have published and maybe you're interested in the um, the uptake or adoption of a specific app uh, I mean I could give like the Viva Connections app for example how many people are actually visiting and using it so you could go through and, and check that over it looks to be up to 180 days um, and you can see that from 
a number of different places. There's a CSV report that you can um, put out there too. Uh, we called out that there was, um, it's all good to be able to see an app ID, a GUID, but um, is the it? app name <laughs> is, is probably it? more important. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's just bump that column up to uh, near the top. Um, but yeah, that's, that's going to be useful. Uh, so that is uh, rolling out in mid-April. Soonish, yeah, soonish, and and I yeah, that's first that's first party like you were just talking about Viva Connections, mm. but it's third party too, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. Uh, and it said um, tenant installed apps as well. So if you've developed something and well, would it cover Power Apps? Probably would. Yeah, if it's a yep. Teams app, absolutely. Yep, they're right. Um, and lastly, Daniel, tell us about this uh, Power Platform change. Yeah, Power Platform. Uh, again, it's a little bit of an IT pro, but it, it really applies to a lot of people. Um, so this uh, is MC, I'm saying it really slowly so Daryl can type it, <laughs> MC538688. Oh, there it is. Yeah, there it is. All right, so this is Power Platform Admin Center, Automatic Deletion of Inactive Developer Environments. Uh, so what happens is when you're you have uh, developers creating these or people creating these development environments in your organization um, to do things right, do some development and test things out. Well, they get left behind um, kind of often. And so what's going to happen is that after 90 days of inactivity, Microsoft is going to disable those environments. Mm -hmm. And what, what is a definition of inactivity, you ask? Well, they actually have a nice, helpful link there. So you can click into that if you'd like to read more. Uh, but then after that 90 days, then Microsoft is going to um, delete. Um, um, sorry, Microsoft will then delete the uh the, the environment after 90 days um, and it and once it's been disabled for 30. Um, so 90 days of inactivity, okay, we're going to uh, disable it. And then 30 days later, uh, Microsoft's going to delete it unless action is taken by administrators. So this is something that is rolling out mid-April. Um, so coming up really, really soon and they're rolling it out by region um, and will be worldwide by end of May. So I, I think it's just something to keep in mind um, and making sure that if you are an admin, you're keeping track of this uh, because just because it's inactive doesn't mean it needs to be deleted sometimes. Okay. Mm. So you don't want angry users. No. Hopefully. Yeah. When, when things go missing. Yeah. We get plenty of warnings. So that, that is mm -hmm. good. Indeed. But that sir was the show. Yes, thank you so much for and we had some great chatting going on in the chat room. Thank you so much for those that have joined live, but um, also for those that come in and drop in comments to the podcast afterwards. We'd love seeing those comments and, and having that interaction. Make sure you share the episode out, please. At 365 MCS on Twitter and Insta and Facebook and all the places, TikTok and everywhere. We are there. Mastodon. No, but we are on LinkedIn. So go ahead and share us out. We'd love to engage with you there and, and get more people watching. Uh, thank you so much for being here and for participating in this whole uh, worldwide effort to help uh, stay educated and stay up to date with changes. See you again next week. Bye, Bye for now. now.